Good morning. Welcome to 49ers in 5, your daily update on everything happening with the team that you need to know. I'm Rob Stats Guerrera. Today is Wednesday, September 28th, 2022. Here's what's happening with your San Francisco 49ers. Tuesday was an off day, so you know what that means. Let's take a listen around the NFL world and see what folks are saying about the Niners. Let's start with Brian Baldinger, who had a tremendous interview on the morning roast on 95.7 The Game yesterday. He hit the nail on the head for a lot of 49ers fans. First, Baldy, do the 49ers miss Mike McDaniel? It just looks very beige, this offense. You know, I mean, if they, you've had to, got to color, put a color to it. It's just flat. Mm. I think Mike McDaniels is a big loss because what Mike does, nobody's really, really willing to, even if you're willing to put the time in, you don't know really what you're looking at. He, he just has that skill. And I thought it would, you can replace a running back coach. You can replace a run game coordinator. I mean, they get replaced all the time. But now somebody that is willing to do what Mike did, and so I thought it would show up. And look, you had one explosive run by Wilson. You're on your third running back. We understand that. One explosive run. Otherwise, I mean, they were struggling to get two yards of carry. I do agree. The offense has not looked good so far. But I just want to point out, this team had plenty of stinkers last season. And Mike McDaniel was still here at that point. So it's not just as simple as Mike McDaniel being gone. But there is one very easy change the 49ers can make to improve things quickly, and that is get the ball in the hands of their playmakers. Listen to this from Nick Wagoner of ESPN.com. In the first half Sunday night, Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk, and George Kittle combined for 15 touches for 141 yards and a touchdown. But in the second half, those three players combined for just two touches for five yards. How does that happen? Like, how? It's like trying to play offense with one hand tied behind your back. One guy Baldinger wants to see get the ball more is George Kittle. I just don't feel like they call his number and they have plays for George. Yeah. Like, what am I looking at, Joe? Like, I, I just don't see. I see these tight ends in the league. Thank you, right. Baldy. I mean, you know, it Thank starts you, with Baldy. Travis Kelsey. Yep. Like, I see these guys and it's they're calling plays that everybody can watch. Clear outs, three by ones, flex them, in motion, delay, tight end delays. Like, I see these plays for tight ends around the league. Now, you made him the highest paid tight end for a day in the whole league. And I don't feel like they use them at all. From your lips to God's ears, Baldy, here's the problem. With Trent Williams out, Shanahan's probably going to need George Kittle to stay in and block because the rest of the offensive line is not very good. And, oh, by the way, they are facing the Rams this week. And... That's the frustrating thing about George. It's almost like he's being punished for being such a good blocker. That and the fact that Kyle Shanahan would rather have him run block than catch a pass. But between Garoppolo's poor play and the injuries on the offensive line, this feels like Kyle Shanahan is going to just turtle up. He's going to get super conservative. He's going to go back to that run the ball 40 times game plan. And then he's going to put Garoppolo in must pass situations, which is the exact opposite situation he wants to be in with Jimmy. How do we know? Because we've seen it time and time and time again. And it's something Steve Young touched on on ESPN on Monday Night Countdown. The trust between head coach Kyle Shanahan and Jimmy Garoppolo has never been what it needed to be. How do I gain trust? Because how did he try to manage the situation? I managed with a great innovative running game. It's really one of the best in the league. They don't have the runner now. They've got people hurt. So there's there's no way to not expose 
this lack of trust. It has yeah. to come out now, and they have to see if they can work it out quickly. If they don't have that trust by now, they are never going to get it. We always give you one thing to read, one thing to watch, and one thing you might have missed. One thing to read on this Wednesday, Arjun Menon of Pro Football Focus tweeted a graph of defenses that have forced the most three and outs this season. You have to go check it out. It is stunning. You'll know it when you see it. We retweeted it from our handle at NN Podcasts. One thing to watch, RG3 had a very interesting message for Kyle Shanahan, also on Monday Night Countdown. I'd be lying if I said I didn't want the team to at least listen to what he had to say. Find out what it is from our handle, again, at NN Podcasts. If you're not following by now, what are you waiting for? One thing you may have missed, this note from Eric Branch caught my eye. Aziz Alshire is likely going to go on IR. That would mean he would join three other players currently on that list. Jimmy Ward, Elijah Mitchell, and Jordan Willis. That would leave the 49ers with just four more IR spots that could return during the year. You only get eight for an entire season, and now San Francisco could have just four with 14 games remaining on the schedule. That's a wrap on today's 49ers in 5. Please rate, review, and follow the Niners Nation Podcast Network. Enjoy your Wednesday, everybody. Stay tuned for the Shanna Plan with Kyle Posey and Akash Anavarathan. I'm Rob Stats Guerrera. We'll talk tomorrow.